0: not cuz i'm gonna make this place your home.
1: News Radio 840 WHAS good sunday morning Bob Sokoler Louisville Real Estate Show here with you for the next 30 minutes Here in the studios with us some great folks first of all Chuck Crosby the Crosby Law Offices at four nine nine six three six zero, good to have you here, buddy. Good to be here. Also, Brian O'Rear and Brad Lawler. They're over at Home Team Inspection Service. They're three five seven zero eight one three. They hire veterans, and we're thrilled that they do because it's a one way of giving back to the vets. And thank you guys for being here. We're pleased to do it. And good morning. Come good morning. morning. Good morning. Get right up to that microphone, and, and uh, then also son Gregory, who is here. Gregory. My son's doing a great Greg. job. Greg at WeSellLewisville.com. One of the millennials doesn't like his number. Give it up. Uh, okay. yeah. nah, nah, nah. Yep, yep. Uh, by the way, if you want to get a hold of me, 376-5483 is my number, or you can go to my new URL that I bought. I think this is kind of cool. All right, maybe it's not. GrabBob.com. I thought that was good. If you need to get a hold of us. Exciting me. back in 1990s with the .com. GrabBob.com. Okay, so there you go. Martin, Tina. Martin and Tina are moving back. For those of you who know Martin and Tina... They moved away. He's great people moving back to Louisville, looking for something in the low 300,000s in a new or newer construction in East End or Oldham County. We're trying to hook up our buyers with our sellers because we need, we really do need homes because we're selling everything we put our hands on. So in the event uh, you know of something coming up, even if you're a builder, please let me know, 376-5483. Coming up in just a little bit, Six Things Professional Burglars don't want you to know six things that's coming up in just a few minutes let's go back to the phones good morning bob secolder louisville real estate show news radio 840 whas good morning
0: hi bob this is doris yeah my dad just passed away Um. my mom died two years ago what are my next steps
1: all right doris So, so first of all sorry to hear about that um let's see chuck you're very familiar with what to do what would you suggest
2: well, it depends. Uh, is there property involved? What did uh, what is what would be in the estate? Okay, so mm-hmm. first thing we need to do is figure out is there a will? Uh, if there is a will, uh, then we need to figure out what did they own at their passing. Generally mm-hmm. uh, speaking, most families, uh, husband and wife, will have a, a will. Each one will have a will. When the first one passes, most everything is owned jointly, and most everything just passes on to the next spouse uh so when the second uh of the uh two spouses passes that's when you start looking for wills and and seeing what's up so find out if there's a will uh look for any insurance policies uh anything like that any Uh, bank accounts, Uh, just get everything put together and then give me a call and we'll get you in touch with the right people. Uh, That is usually it now. Um, This being a real estate program, I presume that uh, you have real estate on your mind. Uh, You're going to definitely want to uh, uh, put down the addresses and, and give a call so we can find out how the property was owned. Uh, whether it was personally, whether it was a trust or how that was. But uh, in any event, just locate uh, a will. If they don't have one, that's fine. You still can go ahead with it.
1: Chuck, let me follow up on the question on this, because I know there are a lot of folks who um, are listening on this Sunday morning who are thinking that this is a tough subject to approach with parents or grandparents.
2: Uh, But it's necessary. Yeah, how do you? What, what's the argument that you would best put forward? For well, the, for everybody, the, everybody's worried about. Oh, uh, you see the commercials on TV. Oh, the government's going to take all my stuff, or oh, probate's going to cost so much. It, it really doesn't. Okay, and the state really doesn't take most of your stuff unless you know you've got millions upon millions of dollars. So the average person is, it, it's not that onerous, but you have to do something. But uh, it's not just a will. Uh, having a will you know, directs where your stuff goes, but the whole idea is you have everything you know, jointly owned. You try and get it to pass mm-hmm. without a will. Uh, what happens before the will is, I think, a, a lot of times more important. Mom and dad's house, well, they might need it for their end-of-life care uh, if they have Alzheimer's or something like that. But they won't be able to tap into that unless they've got things like durable powers of attorney. Uh, so you have to get durable powers of attorney put together uh, in case they can't act on their own behalf. Uh, so that okay. I, that I think is uh, uh, hopefully
1: not only helps uh, Doris in this time of need, but also maybe you can blame folks who are listening. Uh, hey, listen to this radio show, and they're suggesting suggesting that we mom, dad, grandma, granddad that we talk about this to. So make it easier
2: down the road for everybody to help them, the, your mother, or yeah. father, The nightmare parents. scenario yeah. is, uh, say, mom passes away, dad's left alive, mm-hmm. but he's uh, got dementia or something like that, and you need to sell or mortgage the house to take care of him. Right. If you don't have that durable power of attorney done prior to its necessity, then you're out in the cold. That's not good. All right, and if you want more information from Chuck, his direct line is 499-6360.
1: You want to read what uh, sellers and buyers are saying about us, go to com. Those are our reviews. We're very proud of them, louisvillazillow.com. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello.
3: Hey, Bob. This is Janet. Yeah, Janet. Um, the house I'm about to buy has a pool, but my inspector doesn't inspect pools. At least that it. that's what it says in the paperwork he wants me to sign. Is that normal, like the normal process for the inspectors? Do inspectors ever inspect the
1: pool? Pretty standard that they don't. Right? Am I right? That's Brian? correct.
0: A, a pool inspection is not part of a typical home inspection. Uh, you can sometimes find inspectors that will will do that, uh, but I would recommend that you make sure that they're qualified. Um, most most home inspection companies, if they even offer that service, are actually subbing it out. So um, it's a completely different thing, and there are varying levels of um, seriousness that people will take with the uh, with a pool inspection.
1: So if, you, no matter what you're saying, you want an inspected, but you have got to bring in a professional inspector. Yes.
0: Now here's here's another um, difficult part. If yeah. if the pool has been winterized, the the covers over it, they can't see the lining. Um, it's going to be very difficult for them to check very much of anything at all. So mm. in the springtime, summertime, maybe in the fall, you can you can get that done. But sometimes it's simply uh, something you're going to have to wait for the spring.
1: And as we're moving into springtime now, and we're in springtime, maybe now the time. Thank goodness. Right. Yeah, you would be able to get into it a little bit further. All right. Janet, hope that helps you. Let's go back to the phones. Good morning. Bob and Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello.
3: Hi, Bob. This is Marty. Yeah. So. Here's my problem. I just bought a house that I really love, just a couple months ago, uh, and the realtor that I used is a really good friend of mine, and you know, I'm I'm having a problem with the house, and so I don't want to go back on my realtor, which is also my friend, because I don't want to lose that relationship, so what do I do?
1: So we tell a lot of people, I've talked to a lot of people in the course of a day and a week, and I, I say, listen. They say, I've got a friend who's an attorney. I say, that's the easiest way. And a family member also. I've got the friend or family member that's an attorney or a, um, a real estate agent. I go, the easiest way to lose that family, friend, whatever it might be, is to hire them because if something goes wrong, what are you going to do? The same thing with an – they've got a family or friend who wants to inspect their home, right? I mean, if you bring in a family or a friend – um, or a co-worker who says, oh, I know a lot about homes, why pay for a home inspection? But you and I, and we all know that this is a problem. What's the old adage about dating somebody where the same place
2: you work, you know, how that rarely works out? It's yeah. kind of the similar,
1: similar thing if something,
2: one little thing goes bad, everything is going to go bad. You realize I've been married to Sherry for quite some time. Well, you got, and I, my, listen, <laughs> okay. my okay. wife, <laughs> but, we, but did you meet her? In your office. No. Okay. another lawyer's <laughs> office. Oh, in another lawyer's office. Great. Yeah. Um,
1: so let's get back to um, Marty, whose best friend right.
2: is is the realtor. Is there anything
1: he can – really, not much he can do unless but he goes it, back to – It depends to, on what the problem
2: is. Yeah. Uh, if it was de- – very few problems that I've ever seen are limited to only one party in the transaction um his realtor didn't uh double check something that was misrepresented well you've got the parties that did the misrepresenting uh so it's not just one person in the mix so you can uh you know sometimes uh, pick and choose you know how lawyers act uh, you basically sue everybody that might have had a hand in the pie uh, so uh, that can also work in the other direction. But even I'm, if they just looked at the pie, you're going to sue
1: them, right? Is that what <laughs> that, that's done, how yeah. lawyers go. Well, you, you know. But I can <laughs> tell you, I, I would tell you, though, Marty, I, w- I would tell you, at least start with their inspector and mm-hmm. see what the inspector says, because if there's a problem with the house that the inspector, what guys should have caught, then in essence they, he could go back to the inspector and never even bother the real estate agent slash friend of his, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, all right. Let's uh, go back to the phones in a moment. First, if uh, you want to see some of the videos that we produce for our sellers and our buyers, and I'm very proud of Greg who puts those together, head to louisvillehomestv.com. That's louisvillehomestv.com. Back to the phones. Hello, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello.
3: Hey, Bob, this is John. Yeah. I'm just now reviewing the purchase contract with from my agent, Um, I'm not happy with some of the language about the home inspection. Um, I feel like I want more than 10 days to have the home I'm purchasing inspected. Uh, Can I get more like 25 days? My agent says the seller won't go for it. What
0: can I do?
1: Okay. So there are a couple of things that we've got to talk about here. Oh, yeah. Let's start with changing the language itself on a a purchase contract, a, a real estate contract that's been created not by real estate
2: agents but by attorneys. Chuck, advice? Well, real estate agents and attorneys. Well, All I and, think this uh, comes yeah. dr- more from the yeah. attorneys. The, I- yeah. the idea is that yeah. uh, as a realtor, you are not an attorney. You are allowed to prepare contracts uh, under certain circumstances for certain things, and that's why they prepare – You know, that's why they have the fill-in-the-blank-lar contract. Mm-hmm. Um, you can add uh, things to it, uh, but what he's asking about is just length of days. Yeah, I know I get that, that
1: but I'm I'm, yeah. I'm going to get to that in a sec, but I'm – in this day and age, we have what's called... Do you know what OCR is? Uh, go ahead and tell Optical me. Optical Character Recognition. Okay. So you could run a contract through an OCR, which is just a scanner. and oh, then well, it, that's cool. And then you can remove, add, edit, change... Any anything that is in mm-hmm. a PDF form that's normally sealed, yeah, it, just change it out.
2: As an agent, I would advise against. Doing Not that.
1: only would I advise <laughs> against doing yeah. that, but I would advise mm. accepting a contract where you notice that there have been changes. Yeah.
2: Well, and that's that's one thing that, uh, as an attorney, uh, you're always when somebody sends you a contract mm-hmm. uh, and. Let's say you send somebody out a, a document, and then they send back their revisions. You send back your revisions. You'd best darn well make sure that what you're getting back is actually what you sent them. Uh, you know, oh, you no, know, that's so, a good point. Yeah, and, and yeah. there are ways to do that, mm. uh, but uh, that's something I would look at in, in the case of this OCR. Uh, you you realize I keep monks in the back rooms to make all my Checking. copies. So on. You've yeah. learned something though today. I have learned you? something. Yeah, OCR, today. yeah, optical yeah. character recognition. Check yeah, that out. But You'll that, uh, but it depends on what you're changing. If you're changing material stuff on that contract, I think uh, mm-hmm. if if things go awry, the uh, the board will look dimly. and you know, uh, and other yes. attorneys will look dimly. And the court, because you have to remember the the. Practically, one of the first rules of the construction of contracts is that uh, if there is any ambiguity, it is resolved against the person Ooh. who wrote it. Ooh, so if okay. you go you and made make changes, change. yeah, that's yeah.
1: you. Right. So let's let's go back now to the original question that he just uh, wants the change in the dates. right? Not so, <laughs> no, no, but I, I just it fired off a question that I had had a, sure, a couple yeah. of months ago from somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so John, in this case, wants to they typically in the Louisville area the Time or length of time for inspections is typically 10 to 14 days. Possession, if, if you want to hold on to your house as a seller, is typically two or three days at most if you'll get that granted by the buyer in the Louisville area. Southern Indiana, similar except uh, post-possession Maybe a little bit longer. I've noticed it lightening up a little bit lately. Which way? Going uh, shorter or uh, longer? Uh, well, you know, five years ago it was 14
2: days was yeah, standard. Yeah. Well, shoot, it, when I started it was a month. And you oh, got really? into some of the yeah. outer counties, 30 yeah. days, day to deed is not unusual. But these days buyers yeah. don't want to let
1: uh, another person live in the home they've just purchased. Exactly. Beyond the fact that they are now paying mortgage rates, a mortgage on that house that someone else is now living in. Um mm-hmm. uh, and keys at closing you can, you can yeah, perfect you can world, do obviously. Well, you can well do, yeah,
2: but that's what it seemed like uh, for the last couple, three years, was yeah. keys at closing almost All the time. every time. Yeah. And now I'm seeing two and three days.
1: Two and three days, and then extended circumstances, yeah. 14 days. But um, the other reason that buyers don't want to do is what happens if the seller moves out and that there are damages done to the home. Mm-hmm. There are post-occupancy agreements, right. but sometimes collecting on those agreements could be very difficult, unless it's created by Chuck. Well, yeah, because mine are the perfect, always the perfect. Yeah, go ahead. One
0: other thing just real quick, Um, it's imperative that once you get a contract, and I'm Probably still some of the realtor's thunder, no. but get the inspections scheduled ASAP. Oh, we, yeah. I can't tell you how often we get the panicked call. Oh, I forgot to get my inspection scheduled. Can you do tomorrow. it tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, well, and, that's and,
2: why I've always wondered because I've seen seven and that, ten days is normal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes in the summer, some of the smaller quickly?
0: companies are are booked pretty far out. Some of the larger companies home. Home team, little commercial for Brad's company, but um, they'll generally get in a lot faster. But um, get it, get it, particularly as the summer approaches, get uh, the things scheduled as soon as possible.
1: That's why it's so important to have your agent have a good relationship with, right. with, with vendors or or, or yeah. people on the other end, so that you can have that though, quick call. Though remember that the buyer has the option to choose whomever that yes. they want as a home inspector, or a lender, or a closing attorney. But I will tell you that if you choose somebody who's a single-man person who does the job on themselves by themselves, there is a problem if uh, you schedule it and now you have to, they can't get to you, so they have to extend that time. You open the contract back up, up again, correct, Chuck? Yeah. And the seller could say no. And the other thing that I'm worried about, and this is another I'm going to plug for you guys, but if it's a single person, nothing against single people doing their job, but when you get busy and you get too much work, something's got to, either you're going to turn it down or you're going to go faster and something could get missed. So. Teamwork makes the dream. Teamwork, yeah. Teamwork oh, yeah. makes the dream work. Oh, I like yeah. That. Oh, okay. I'm here for the cliche. We don't. are going to take a break. When we come back, more about the six things professional burglars don't want you to know. They don't want you to Why know Why does Bob much. know? I'll let you know that. Chuck Crosby, not, not because I'm a professional burglar, but because I have a piece of paper in front of me that tells me. <laughs> Chuck Crosby is here at the Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Brian Arrear, also Brad Lawler, is here. And their number is 357-0813. Son Greg, also here, Greg at com, And you can reach me anytime. GrabBob.com is my URL. GrabBob or... Call 376 Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS.
2: 6360. This has been a paid advertisement.
0: Hello, everybody. Brian O'Rear with Home Team Inspections, the number one home team inspection business in the entire nation. And team makes all the difference. We bring a team of professionals to inspect each home. Multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough and efficient look at your property. Our teams consist of military veterans. They understand the value of professionalism, attention to detail, and going above and beyond to serve your needs. Visit us at hometeam com to schedule your inspection today. Get the team. Get Home Team. Shopping for a home? The
1: place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com residential or commercial real estate let the award winning agents at Remax Properties East help take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today
0: When homes are selling fast who can ensure you'll get the most money for yours? I'm Barbara Corcoran and I've managed agents who have sold homes for thousands of dollars over list price. The key is to hire the agent with a smart aggressive marketing plan. In Louisville no agents Sells more homes than Bob Secolar. His marketing attracts over 1,000 buyers month after month and allows him to put an immediate cash offer on your home and offer flexible fees. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home.
1: News Radio 840 WHAS, Sunday morning. Bob Secolar, hope you're having a good one. We are here with the Louisville Real Estate Show. Hi, Bob Sekoler from the Sekoler Medley Team Remax Properties East. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran. We uh, were up with Barbara about a month ago now, and uh, great time. very sweet, good time. She's a brilliant lady, and I'm so thrilled to know her. You'll see new commercials airing in the next couple of weeks or so, um, where I actually look even thinner because I've lost some weight since a year ago when we shot the other commercials. In the studio, Chuck Crosby, Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Also, Brian O'Rear, Brad Lawler, Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. They hire veterans. And son Greg at uh, at gregatweselllouisville.com. And you can reach me, yes, grabbob.com or 3765483. Six things professional burglars don't want you to know. First of all, nighttime burglaries aren't the best time to be breaking in. Uh, burglars like to break into homes during daytime hours. The last thing criminals want to do is encounter someone at home. Weekdays are ideal for our thieves since weekend schedules are too unpredictable. So usually they say between 1230 and 230 p.m. are the most popular times for break-ins. They also know when you're not home thanks to social media. Boys, folks, listen to this. If you're out of town, do not go posting pictures of your vacation until you get back. I can tell you. Right, Greg? Yep.
2: uh, A lot, actually. Yeah.
1: No kidding. You don't want to do that. Criminals scout public social media accounts like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Foursquare to find victims. Um, Also, they don't like your security practices. Burglars want nothing to do with alarm systems. So if you don't have an alarm system, at least get a sign that says you do. Put it in the window. Put it outside. At least it makes them think twice before they hit your home. Homes without a security system are actually 300 more times likely, 300% more times likely to be targeted for a break-in. Um, great targets advertise their weapon supply. Listen, uh, if you're a proud gun owner, uh, that won't scare away burglars. It entices them. A gun is stolen roughly. Take a guess, folks. How often is a gun stolen here in the United States? Every five minutes. Chuck? I have no idea. Brad? Brad?
0: About every minute and a half. Every minute, Brian? Every 10 seconds.
1: Well, actually, Brad was closest. It's every two minutes. price is right rules. Yeah, he is. Hey, he wins. Yeah. <laughs> every two minutes. So don't advertise the gun. Shrubs and architecture make great hiding spots, especially if you've got big shrubs, big trees. Easy for them to hide behind something if someone's coming by. In valuables in the open. Help the thief decide if this is a good target. If you leave out some expensive tough stuff, they're going to see it. One more thing I'm going to add to this uh, group of information, and I have no stock in them, though I wish I did. Nest.com, N-E-S-T.com, they are cameras that you put in your house, you tie into your Wi-Fi, they broadcast to a uh, channel to your phone so you can watch. They notify you of movement, pictures um, by text or video. Or they by even email. Have an alarm system now that I just picked up. It's oh. pretty cool. Alarm system. So cool. just nest. n e s t. dot com. Back to the phones. We go. Good morning, Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHAS. Hello.
3: Hi, Bob. This is Matt. Yeah. So here's my brief issue. I bought a house that I absolutely love. However, but somewhere between the walkthrough uh, of the last day uh, before closing and the home inspection, uh, uh, an underground spring made itself obvious. So here's the deal. I'm hearing a steady trickle of water. Actually, it's not a trickle. It's a steady stream of water just underneath the concrete floor into the basement floor drain. This floor drain dumps directly into my sump pump and then about every three to four minutes, that sump pump is kicking on to empty out the sump. So, here's the problem. I have an underground spring running underneath of my house and I don't know what to do. The number one question is, should this have been disclosed to me upon buying the house? I did talk to the neighbors. Uh, They did confirm that there is in fact an underground spring in the area and huh. in fact it used to run under their house and just because we had this monsoon of rain just came through here not too long ago the water stream apparently has shifted and now it's running under my house and yeah. i don't know what to do
1: yeah I, I i feel your pain so there are a
2: lot of a lot of things in this question where do we start i think uh, where we start is it just started under his house. Um, There are streams, there is underground water everywhere you're at. The question is, how deep is it down? Mm -hmm. Uh, At least that's my understanding. I also understand there's a lot of oil underneath us, no matter where we go. Uh, But if he says it was the most recent rain that might have shifted uh, this underground stream, uh, then I don't see where there's a disclosure issue. The Uh reason being... Uh, there would have to be a pre-printed clause on every single seller's disclosure saying there's yeah, underground water neighbor's somewhere. neighbors had one, so yeah. i got to tell you about how, it. How, did, yeah. how would he know? Mm-hmm. And if it just started, the previous owners wouldn't have heard their sump pump kicking on constantly. Is it a bit
1: um, fortuitous that this happened, just the shift of the stream from rain? Uh, the, I don't know that they do that. I'm not a geologist. Yeah, no, I, I know, nor do I play one on TV, yeah. but I'm just thinking. So our inspectors, guys... Is there something we should know at this point could this Could Matt go back on his inspectors who may have missed it? It sounds based on what uh, Chuck's saying no. There's no, there's nobody who's responsible. I would
0: say no. From what he's describing, it sounds like the underground stream, stream is underneath the slab. Is that correct? So it's yeah, not in yeah. the house. So that's it's just what I got. So that's that's yeah. not something that, uh, that's even yeah. within the scope of home inspection. It's certainly not something an inspector would have seen. I would recommend that at a minimum he get a backup sump pump for now Right. I think as he tries to figure it out. Yeah. Or
1: there's a water sump pump and there's also a battery backup sump pump. You can search for them online, folks. If you are scared about... Power going off, your sump pump breaking, something something like that. Secondary sump pumps, whether it's water-powered or a battery backup, are really good investments, um, especially here in the uh, the wet season where we get a lot of rain. And they'll fit into sump pump, um, what do they call the um, crocs. crocs? Yeah, yeah. All right, so that hopefully, Matt, I, I know that's not the answer that you possibly wanted, but um, that's the answer that we've got from our group based on what we're hearing. Let's go back to the phones in just a second. If you're selling your home and thinking about it, we would love to work with you. But we do have a free uh, no-obligation booklet, hundreds of useful tips. Want a copy? Send an email to bob at com and put selling tips in the subject line. Back to the phones. Good morning. Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello.
0: Hey, Bob. This is Steve.
3: I'm buying my first home. What happens at uh, closing? Should I hire an attorney? My brother, who lives in California, says I need to. Hmm.
1: So, Chuck, from your standpoint, when you're hired by uh, for a closing, it's the bank generally. That, that's if it's hiring. A cash, you.
2: It's if you look at whoever has the money. Typically, mm-hmm. that's the route you and go. And the bank usually the has the money. bank is yeah. the one with all the money. If it's a cash closing, you know who has the money. If you're representing, uh, you know, someone. Uh, putting a loan on, you know, dad's putting uh, a loan on a house for a daughter, that kind of, it, whoever has the money generally gets the lawyer. Now, the way I look at it is if you feel like you need a lawyer, great, get one. Uh, I'm never going to object to having another lawyer in the closing you know, unless they you know start eating raw meat on the table as they are wont to do, uh, but the uh, uh, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. really, they want yeah yeah, 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 Chuck's number for you, fellow <laughs> uh, fellow attorneys, it's uh, yeah, four yeah. nine nine six three six. Three. Unfortunately, okay. they know who I am. Yeah, uh, no, it's it's great. I occasionally get that phone call. Hey, Chuck, do you want me to? I want you to come to a closing and look at the documents for me. Yada yada yada. Typically, I will always say, um, I am happy to take your money, but I don't know that it's necessary. And then I'll mm-hmm. run through. The things that you have to know about a closing, namely uh, you know how much you're how much you paying, uh, what are you borrowing, what's your interest rate, things that they already know are what you need to look for.
1: But at a closing, and, and to get to – we only yeah. have a few minutes yeah. left or a minute left, but you, you're basically – you're examining the documents and you're explaining them because this is the no, first closing. what I'm
2: doing is I'm being handed the standard mortgage that every bank uses okay. and I'm going, yep, sign it. Uh, that, that would be the, but ex- you'll explain it in detail if the, if the part, if, if the buyer if, wants more information, if I am there representing the buyer at another person's closing, Got it. you look, it's a mortgage, sign it. You, you don't have a choice. You either sign or you don't. When I'm at a closing, yeah. uh, well, you've been to closings with me. Uh, we go through quite a bit of detail. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just depends on how much detail they want. Every major term is covered in a closing. Um, if you want me to explain paragraph 13 out of the mortgage, I'm more than happy to do it uh, in detail. But uh, when you go to the closing, the idea is you're going to know what you just did. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, we're going to stop and we're going to talk about it till you do know what you're doing. Yeah, so, and in just basically signing um, documents, uh, the advantage you get
1: with Chuck is not only do is he a great attorney – but you get Chuck's jokes, uh, yeah.
2: and then you get cooking tips. And sometimes so you we talk about mustache yeah. wax. Yeah, We've there had you that go. Discussion. Now, but the point is, Bob. <laughs> you the know the point is to yeah. represent the uh, the bank properly. Yep. Uh, you have to make sure there are no claims on either side. So. We're out of time, Chuck, and that's oh, very
1: true. you want to make sure, Chuck Crosby. You can reach him for his jokes and the cooking tips at four nine nine six three six zero. Bread. Uh, Brad Lawler and Brian O'Rear, Home Team Inspection Service, 357-0813. My son, Greg, you can reach me at any time, grabbob.com or three seven six five four eight three. Hope you had a great Sunday, have the rest of the weekend for you, and we'll see you next week on News Radio 840 WHAS.